Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Make Money Behave. Today is episode 26 of this amazing podcast, and I just have to say you are the reason I keep showing up. So thank you, thank you for continuing to listen and download and subscribe. If you haven't already subscribed, please do that. I know this is a relatively young podcast and we're just now starting to get some of those wheels turning and starting to get some of the momentum and I think we're in about four countries now so that's pretty exciting but there are so many people out there who need to hear what I am sharing and I really really appreciate you helping me to make this the number one platform that I can use to help get this message out there so if you haven't yet subscribed please do that and again just leave a rating for me in iTunes and or a review I saw a few more coming in yesterday so that's great. I really appreciate that. Today I want to talk about generosity and I want to talk about it in terms of money but also in terms of time. You may think I'm absolutely crazy for saying this but I don't think so. I think that if you are listening to this podcast right now, chances are you're not a selfish jerk. Okay, I don't think that if you were completely self-absorbed that you would land on not only a podcast called Make Money Behave, but also an episode that has the word generosity somewhere in the title. So let's just assume for a, a few minutes here that you are an amazing person who really understands that the world does not revolve around you and that there is more out of this life than what you're able to take from it. I don't think that that's such a stretch of an imagination, to be honest with you. I think my listeners are all amazing, so <laughs> and I, and you're all generous. Um, but here's the thing: a lot of people who are have that spirit about them, who have that desire to be generous, they really struggle with how to make that happen on a regular basis or how to be intentional with their giving. So one of the things that I start with is if we can't find spots right now in your budget for physical money giving, then let's start with your time. There is something that you are so good at and that you enjoy so much that you would do it for free. I want you to think about what that thing is and I want you to think about someone who could really use that service in their life. Now, this could be something like cleaning houses. That is not my own personal um, example because I actually don't like to clean houses and that would be super, uh, I would not do that for free if I didn't have to. Um, but it might be something as creative as putting together scrapbook pages for people. Whatever it is that is fun for you and or easy or relaxing and it's something you'd be willing to do for free, I want you to give of your time. Find somebody who could really use that service and just offer to do it for them. Maybe once a week, maybe just once a month, or maybe just a one-time thing and you find several people who need that and you just help each of those several people at one time. The point is, is you're taking your mind off of yourself for a little bit and you're putting it onto somebody else and you're being strategic with that. You're being intentional. And that's what our whole financial plan is really based around is to be intentional with your spending and your giving and your saving and so on and so forth. Now, at some point, I think it really is important to work monetary giving into your plan. I believe at Cash and Unchanged that financial freedom is not about having a lot of money, although it's okay to have a lot of money, but instead it's about having the freedom to do the things that you truly want to do. And the way that we do that is by choosing our bigger goals over instant gratification, right? 
But even more importantly, it's about the ability to give freely to the causes that are near and dear to your heart. If there is a charity that you have wanted to be able to give to and you just haven't taken the plunge because you're afraid that you don't have enough money to do that, I want you to start writing one or two of those charities down and just say, you know, if if money was no object for me, this is the thing that I would want to give to because I can help you make money not be as much of an object for you, okay? Just want to throw that out there. As you start on your financial journey, you might not be able to give as much as you'd like, but I will encourage you to begin to give something. There is this tremendous thing that happens seriously, like deep in your soul when you consciously give to others. And it's absolutely amazing how much it actually speeds up your progress. I know I've said before that mathematically, there is no way that we could have had a $130,000 turnaround in four and a half years mathematically because we didn't make enough money to do that with. And yet we consistently gave to several different charities. We mostly gave to our church, but we consistently gave to things throughout that entire time. And we were able to pull it off, even though it didn't mathematically work. Well, That's because we had like all of these extra blessings that were thrown into the mix that we never counted on throughout that four and a half years. Please, please, please do not misunderstand me and believe that I'm saying that I want you to give in order to receive. That is absolutely not what I'm telling you. I am telling you that oftentimes when you do give without expectation of receipt, you end up receiving blessings. And and I don't know how that works. <laughs> I just know that it does. But I don't want you to give in the hopes of receiving in return. Okay, that kind of defeats the whole purpose of this thing. I also want you to consider giving on a regular basis. Now, if you realize that you can only give $10 a month, then I want you to give $2 a week. $2.50, I guess. Uh, but the point is, I want you to slowly but consistently give something. If you decide you want to give to the person who is sitting on the corner holding a cardboard sign, then give them a few bucks. That's okay. But I don't want you to say, well, um, if I have money, I'll give. And if I don't, I won't. I want you to actually consider working into your plan systematic giving. Now, of course, if you are going to give money to a charity, they probably don't want you to give $2.50 a week, right? That seems kind of kind of crazy. Um, But I I do think that you could probably consider putting, you know, maybe $5 aside every two weeks and then just write a $10 check at the end of the month or something like that. And that, of course, is a very small amount. But for some people, that's enough. That's like all you have. And that's what you can start with. If you are talking about hundreds of dollars a month, I want you to just figure out how do I give that on a regular basis rather than waiting until I get a big bonus at the end of the year or something, you know, to just just to do it. I know that sounds probably kind of silly to, you know, try to do something so systematically, even if it's a small number. But remember, guys, what we're working on is building the muscles that you need so that you can have a long term successful financial plan. I don't want you to say, I'm going to give $400 a month and, you know, do that for the next three months and then be like, oh my gosh, I'm so tapped out. There's no way I can do this for the rest of my life. I want you to start small so that you can continually build on that and make it into something that you're actually going to be able to maintain. One thing that I'd like to try to do just to kind of keep my muscles going with this is 
you may or may not know that every single month I do a new cash flow plan. And it doesn't take that long anymore. I mean, it used to take a lot longer, but now things tend to tick along pretty quickly because there aren't as many changes happening. Uh, but that's another, that's a whole nother episode, okay? What I what I want to tell you is that each month I make sure that I work in some actual giving. I try to reach about 10% of our take-home pay. Sometimes we reach that, sometimes we don't. It just depends on the kind of month that we have. But I'm always making sure that I give at least 5 to 10% somewhere in there and I don't I don't waver from that. So what I like to do is give a certain dollar amount to, excuse me, to our church. And then I also work in like a miscellaneous amount of money. So just as a quick example, if I want to give $500 a month, let's just say, and I know that $400 a month is going to go to my church, what I'd probably do is give my church $100 a week. And then I would have about $100 worked into my cash flow plan for that month, where if somebody called me and said, hey, I really need help with such and such, or if I got a phone call from you know the American Cancer Society, or if somebody said, I'm walking for MS, you know, and they want money for those things, that $100 has been set aside so I can give planned money to an unplanned source, if that makes any sense. So I didn't know the source ahead of time. I didn't know who was going to need that $100 before I worked into the plan. But I knew that I was able to work that into a plan so that when that need came, I was able to give it. And then if the month comes to an end and no one has asked me for that $100, then my husband and I can decide together who, who do we need to give that to? Who do we see needing that at this moment? So that's just one of the little tricks that I do. Obviously, you know, you can do the same thing and you can use different different numbers, higher, lower, the same, whatever. The number is not what matters to me. What matters to me as a coach is that you're doing it systematically, that you have a system in place that allows you to every single month do this. Because here's the thing, you are a giving person. You are a generous spirit. And I know that you are. And it probably really kills you when someone says, I really need help with this. And you're like, oh, I really wish I could help them with that. And you can't. Not because you didn't have the money, but because you didn't have a plan and now you don't have the money anymore, right? I want you to have the money ahead of time so that when someone needs it, you are able to be the one to give that to them. I'm going to close with just a, a couple of generalized thoughts on generosity and let you know that there is something amazing, and I mentioned this before, that something happens deep in your soul when you are generous with your money and your time. And I think it's because it just reminds us that this world is so much bigger than us. We are like a dot on this giant map called Earth and 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 we can have such an impact. I love the story about the individual who said that I wish I remembered who it was, but uh but there was something about how, you know, he wanted to change the world. I think it was a bishop somewhere that he wanted to change the world. So he did all these things to try to change the world and he wasn't able to change the world. So he decided he wanted to just change his community and he wasn't able to change his community. So then he decided I'm going to just try to change my family and he tried to change his family, he wasn't able to do that, and then he realized I'm just going to try to change myself. And when he changed himself, 
himself, he realized the ripple effect it was going to have. And he said, my gosh, I wish I would have realized back then that if I had just worked on myself, it would have had a ripple effect and changed my family. My family could have helped change my community and my community could have helped change the world. And that is the importance of generosity and giving. It just takes us out of ourselves for a little bit and helps us recognize that there are needs outside of us. And here's the other thing too. You're not always going to feel generous. I mean, come on, we're human, right? Things happen and we're <laughs> there are times when it's like, I don't really feel like giving. But if you've worked this into your plan already, you're going to give even when you don't feel like giving because it's already worked into your plan. And you know what happens when you give even though you don't feel like giving? Guess what happens? You end up feeling great about it. And you wouldn't have had that feeling had you not just systematically been giving. So those are just a few of my thoughts today. I have to run and pick up my little gal from school. I get to do this whole podcasting thing just part-time while my kiddos are in school. And uh, that's one of the beauties of this. So I appreciate you listening today, tomorrow, next year, whenever it is. And I look forward to having a positive impact on your life moving forward. All right, guys. Until next time, thanks for listening.